Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Barriers. I know it's been a little minute since I've been in front of the camera, since I've been on the mic, since I've been hitting the one, two, one, two. Um, but we're here, we're back, and I wouldn't say we're better than ever, but the Lord is working on us constantly. Um, let's let's get down to it. I know a lot of believers, um, especially new believers, have been struggling with the constant um, falling of going back into the same sin, going back into the same um, cycles, the same patterns. I'm not saying that, you know, it's easy, but I'm saying that it's possible. It's possible to leave that sin where it is. It's possible to start anew and it's possible because of who God is, not because of who you are. Because if that's the case, if we were to sit here and completely depend on ourselves and surrender it all to ourselves, then I promise you, you won't be, you won't be getting really far with that. Um, but let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about just the gospel that has been, you know, out and about the gospel that has been spread. It's not the gospel that we know or the gospel that we should be truly learning and reading about. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the gospel now is like, it's almost like, yes, God is good, but you can still live the way that you're living. And unfortunately, that's not the case. And that's not, that's not feasible to the life um, that we want to live in Christ. So just a few key points, right? Um, wrong button. Jesus, wrong button. We're back. Um, so this title, this episode is called You're a Slave to It. It's time to turn away. Um, one thing that I have realized is that you cannot tell me that you're a walking contradiction. You can't tell me you're a Christian witch or a Christian lesbian. It's almost like saying, God, I give you everything else to work on. But that one thing that I like to indulge in, keep that there for me. Let me deal with that. That's that's not how this relationship is going to work. And if you really want to change, if you really want to see God move in your life, you have to give him full authority to do so. You have to give him the free, um, the freedom to be like, you know what, Lord, I really want you to move. I really want you to change me. I really want to be made anew and to be a new creation. It's like calling a contractor to your house and saying, hey, I need you to fix my house for me. And then when they come, you're like, don't break this wall down. Don't break that wall down. Don't touch that. Don't even look at that. It's like, okay, you don't need me for real. What you call me for? Like, what did you call me for? Did you call me to just like, let me think that you, you needed me. And now when you see what it comes with, it's like, I don't want to do it anymore. That's not that, that darkness and holiness, darkness and light do not mix. They're not one and the same at all. Like you can't, you got to pick a side and, and time is not moving slow. You got to be quick. Like if you're going to be lukewarm, just be hot. Just be hot. If you're going to be lukewarm, just be cold. Pick, pick one because he spews the lukewarm believers out of his mouth. Like you want the Lord to spew you out of his mouth. Let me tell you one thing I do not want to hear. When that time comes, it's the part from me. I never knew you. Because what do you mean by that? What do you mean? The part from me, I never... No. 
because a lot of us we we think oh just because we go to church and then we go back to the club on Friday and Saturday go to church Sunday that we're saved or that that's enough you're not saved and the fact that you try to convince yourself of that is a bit concerning it's a bit concerning um to say yeah I'm saved but you're in the club every weekend every weekend you only go to church on Easter come on let's be for real let's be if we're going to be anything let's be for real um, what I've noticed a lot lately, lately is that a lot of people take certain parts of the Bible, but this has been an ongoing thing, take certain parts of the Bible to make it work for the life that they're living. It's either you're going to take all the scripture or none of it. Let's, let's stop splitting it in half and trying to separate it and be like, well, you know, it says this, but I could also do that. No, it's, it's like picking and choosing what part of your life you want God to work in what part of your life you want God to be evident in. The last thing I want is for someone to see me and be like, I wouldn't have thought you were Christian. No, a believer, no. You don't get that vibe. That's not you. What do you mean by that? What am I doing that's not giving you that vibe? Because now I want to fight. That doesn't, that doesn't. We don't want that, do we? We don't want that. Um, what I've learned about this walk and what I've learned about Christ is that in the gospel, it's truly denying who you were and and focusing on who God is calling you to be. And I've noticed that, at least for me, um, I had to, I had to, I have to pick up my cross daily because if I don't, I'm going to fall short real bad. It's it's going to be terrible. Like I'm talking about, this is going to be a fall on your face kind of situation. And I'm not a fan. Don't want that for me. Not something I'm looking forward to doing. Um, and I know a lot of people, like they love to say, okay, well, well, Jesus ate with sinners. And, and you know, the, the Bible says love thy neighbor. Yes, it does. The Bible talks explicitly, like it, it talks so much about love. It talks so much about following God, God's commandments. Um, and yes, Jesus did eat with sinners, but he didn't become one. Yeah, let's dial that back. Jesus ate with sinners, but he didn't become one. And every sinner that sat with Jesus changed. They saw that he was he was true. Like what he was spitting was was real. It was some okay. You you got some some oomph behind your words. And because of that, because I believe who you are, because I believe in the power and the miracles that you can do, because I believe in just the sacrifice that you made, I'm willing to change. I'm willing to become better than I was yesterday. I'm willing to do better. I'm willing to allow you to cleanse me, renew me, renew my mind, renew my soul, renew my spirit so I can be a better representation of who you are. It's not, oh, it's it's just so easy, but it's because I love Christ so much and because I have learned, okay, in order to be more Christ-like, I have to hate what he hates and he hates sin. He hates sin. And to sit here and try to like move certain chess pieces to make it work for you is not beneficial to the relationship with God that you can possibly experience. Like, why are you, why are you hindering that growth and not trying to fight against the, the principalities of darkness? Of course, the enemy wants you to stay the same. Why wouldn't he? And, and that's the thing with y'all, right? Y'all think the devil like y'all. He don't. He don't. He hates Jesus and he hates Jesus in you. So he will do anything to cause that downfall. 
anything. Like, oh, you struggling with, with, um, with lust? There you go. You struggling with pornography? Watch that one film again. There you go. A little trigger for you. It's not like the the relationship is not conducive if you're not allowing him to truly work something new in you. Um, <laughs> I just I just feel like there's a lot of freedom. I'm not going to say feel. I know there's a lot of freedom in truly surrendering it all to Christ. Like I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've experienced it. As someone who once struggled with homosexuality, pornography, and just women in general. Like the God, God did something new in me. There was a new um there was something new in my mindset and how I thought. And I didn't want to hurt God. I didn't want to grieve the spirit. I didn't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. I, I couldn't. And what I realized is every time after I sinned, every time after I was done doing what I was doing, I felt like crap. I felt like crap. In a moment, it felt good. I was like, oh, this is a nice little feeling. But after... Now, I don't want to talk to the Lord. I'm not talking to the Lord for the rest of the week. He ain't got to worry about hearing from me. <coughs> oh, I am so sorry. Oh, Lord. I am. Mm-mm. I am so sorry. Yeah, that that just paused my. This is terrible. I don't know how this is going to turn out because it stopped recording me. After I sneezed. So, well, let's continue. Uh, y'all, y'all don't understand. Like, I'm so over this. Like, I'm so close to just calling it quits and moving on with my life because I don't feel like I'm doing anything different. But let us continue, right? Um, what I want to point out is that it's very important to know. Um, it's very important to know the church that you are in, the people that you have around you and what they believe in. Because a lot of churches nowadays are too busy trying to make the word edible and feasible so that they can have more members in a church. And we don't want that. What matters is the truth being spread. Because remember, it's not only their spiritual life, but it's yours as well. So if where you're surrounding yourself is not aligned with the doctrine of the Bible. Is it's not it's not gonna work. And what I notice is a not nowadays a lot of people don't want to hear like the genuine gospel. Because then it, it brings light to okay, this whole time like I was living way below what the Lord has planned for me. Like we love the prosperity gospel. We love, oh, you know, and 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 the word for this year is move. You're gonna get that house and you're gonna get that car and you're gonna da da da. It's like, all right, let's talk about what you're doing in the midst of that move. What what is your life a representation of? What are you doing differently this year that you didn't do last year? 
are we still, you know, indulging in pornography? Are we still cursing out people? Are we still threatening people's lives? Are we still not opening our word? What are we doing so differently this year that that will, you know, it, it won't represent what last year was? And I think that's a question we as believers should ask ourselves. Um, just a couple scriptures that I would love for you guys to tap into, because I know y'all don't like to read y'all word. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all the scriptures, right? I'm going to tell y'all where to find them, but I'm not going to tell you exactly what they are, okay? Because I know y'all don't like to read y'all word. I know reading the word just, it, it, it is hard. It is hard. I'm not going to lie. It is hard. But um, Romans chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Romans chapter 6, verse 23, Jude chapter 1, verse 4, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 3 through 4. And I really want you guys to like tap into those. And what, what I mean by that is don't just read it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, mm, hot fire, yeah, finger snaps. No, I'm talking about like get a notebook, write it down, and write down what that verse means to you when you read it. Like, what are you getting from it? Um, Like I said, this walk is doable. And it's doable because of who God is, not because of who you are. It, it just, it, it can't be done until you fully surrender it all to God. It cannot, like, until you fully submit yourself and say, you know what, let your will be done. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done. Work in me anew. Do something differently with me because I, I don't want to keep falling into these same patterns. I don't want to keep sinning and, and not being able to repent because I'm so afraid. I know it's, it's tough. It's a tough cycle to get out of. Like literally, it is one of the hardest fights. But you have to pick a side. Am I saying it's going to be easy? No, because I'm speaking from experience and it's still kicking my butt now. Thank you. But this walk with God is truly, there's, there's no comparison. Um, another thing. We love to say, well, God knows my heart. He knows who I am. He knows me. Uh-huh. Exactly. God does know your heart. He also knows what you're capable of. And he knows that you can push through and be better in your walk than you think. Yeah. Because we love to God knows my heart and I'm saved and this, that. But the way you're living isn't saved, my love. It's not giving saved. It's giving I'm saved today and I'm going to sin tomorrow. That's what it's giving. It's giving, I'm saved today, but catch me tomorrow and see what I'm feeling. The math, not mathing. And personally, I'm not a fan of math, so that's, there's that. Like you, we love to say, yeah, God knows my heart, but he also knows that you can do better. He created you. He knew who you were. He knew who you were before you were even formed in your mother's womb. He, he knows you. So to think that, yeah, God knows your heart and he doesn't know that you can do better than you're doing now. It's a bit ridiculous. It's a bit, you know. Um, 
Another thing for my believers that want to bring people to God and not want to talk about Christ, be honest about who God is. Be honest about the gospel. Yes, Jesus loves you. He does. I'm never going to take away from that. Jesus loves you. But do you love him? Are you willing to die to self? Are you willing to to put away those things that you indulge in so much and really focus on Christ and really see what he can do in your life? Because what I know is the best way to bring a soul to Christ is to present God exactly the way the word presents him to be. Compromising the message compromises salvation. Because you're not, you, you can't tell this person God is this way and the whole time in the word, we talking about two different individuals. Because the God I've been seeing people preach, it's not the God that I'm learning and I, I like to say I'm learning because I'm, I still don't know him well enough yet. I'm still learning him daily. And I think as believers, we have to be willing to accept. Um, we have to be willing to accept constructive criticism. Like, hey, I noticed you mentioned the scripture. Hey, I noticed you did this, did that. This is what I got from it. Or, you know, you're a little off about this, but whatever the case may be, in order to truly grow in Christ, you have to be willing to accept criticism from other believers. And in Matthew, it tells us to judge righteously. It's not to throw your business out there. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull you to the side. We can talk about it. But be completely honest about who Christ is. (sighs) This wasn't going to be a long episode because, listen, y'all, I have tried to, I shot this episode yesterday, terrible, made me want to fight, I cried, I was like, I'm so done with breaking barriers, like, people aren't even listening, and then I have to remember it's for the glory of God, right? Today, I woke up, I said, I'm going to try to record this episode, I did my best, I'm trying, I, my job is to put the content out, your job is to listen, you don't listen, it's fine, I still did my job, um, but I really pray that a lot of us let that sinful lifestyle go and really turn to Christ. Um, I'm going to pray us out. And again, I, I don't know if anybody has been like paying attention to my Instagram. I feel like I got a couple uh, responses in regards to guests being on the podcast. Um, I'm, I am working on that. And I do have a couple guests lined up coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be via Zoom, so I'm just going to input the audio and stuff like that. But we are working. I'm letting the Lord work. I'm trying not to give up. So pray for your girl. And I'm talking about genuine prayer. Don't say I'm going to pray for you and then you, you don't pray. Um, genuine prayer. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm just going to go ahead, Heavenly Father. I thank you for all that you are. I thank you for all that you continue to be, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for your grace, your goodness, and your mercy, Lord, because we are truly undeserving, Lord God. We are truly undeserving of who you are. Um, Heavenly Father, I pray right now over the people that are listening, over the people that are uh, frustrated, Father God, that feel like they continuously fall into the same sin, the same patterns, Father God. I pray that you allow them to really um, see who you are, Father God, and allow them to truly turn to you, truly um, lean on you, Father God, and lean not on their own understanding, but 
truly leave everything in your hands, Lord. I repent for every sin I've committed knowingly and unknowingly, Lord God, and I just pray that people start to see a difference in what they want to do and how they want to do it, Father God, and that they want to be better followers of you, Father God, that they truly want to be disciples, Lord God. Lord, I just thank you for these people that are listening. I thank you for these people that are paying attention, Lord God, and I just pray that you continue to do a new thing in them and continue to work on them and in them, Lord God. In Jesus' in my name, we pray and we thank you. Amen. All right, y'all. Y'all have a, y'all have a good one.